Välkommen till podcasten Bröllopsglädje, stället där du får tips och tricks på vägen mot drömbröllopet av mig. Mitt namn är er Amanda Kostetomsen och jag är bröllopsplanerare. För en liten stund sedan blev jag intervjuad av en amerikansk bröllopsfotograf som jobbar i Portugal nämligen Savanna från The Lopez Photography. Vi gick igenom vad mina tre tips är er för vad du bör göra när det kommer till bröllopsplanläggningen och mina tre tips för vad du bör undgå. Så fin fram pen och papper och ta notater. Vi hoppar rätt in här. Hey friends, hope everyone's having a wonderful day. Today we have here Amanda Costa Thompson. She is currently in Norway, and she is a wedding planner. But let's get to know a little bit more about her. So what exactly do you do, Amanda? Hi, lovely (laughs) to be on, and thank you so much for asking. Of course. Well, I work as a wedding planner in Norway. I do also do wedding planning and full design of weddings, both in Norway and Scandinavia and in southern Europe, like for example, Belgium, France, Spain, cool. Italy, and we're open for new destinations always. Maybe Portugal, you know. <laughs> we're, we're we're getting into Portugal. Don't have yes. any weddings booked there yet, but maybe soon. I think you will be really happy if you do. There's a lot of beautiful places here. <laughs> oh, and it's it's a great country to to go to because you do. I do speak Portuguese fluently, so it's very easy to communicate with everyone. So that makes it very convenient. Definitely, especially when you need to work with other suppliers and vendors, it's important to know Portuguese. So awesome. You're already on the right track. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been doing this for? I've been in the wedding industry for about six, seven years. But I started with my own wedding when I got married in 2014. So I started just before that, like 2012, 2013. And I've had a foot in since. So it's a good amount of time, definitely. So you know exactly how things are run, the things that you need, the things that you don't need. So how did you get started with wedding planning? You started with your own wedding and then... And then I understood that there wasn't very much uh, of wedding inspiration, wedding help in general in Norway. And I got so exhausted from my own wedding and my husband also. So it wasn't just me that went, you know, all ride crazy, but my husband also felt it. And we were, we were so exhausted that we got to the point that we were thinking, how, how is it possible that brides go through this every single time that they do get married? Mm. So we ended up, you know, he had the suggestion of maybe you could just uh, rent out a couple of things because we had designed everything and I had made everything for my own wedding and we had all these products. So that's how I started, like literally. And then I opened up a web shop, started um, uh, renting out the products. And then I started designing weddings for couples because couples really didn't have that person on the day of. Mm. And then I started designing the stationery. And then uh, I started, you know, hand painting because I've done that for many years. Started with my father when I was very young. Uh, wasn't much of that in Norway when I started. And then I started helping couples with planning. And I was also working full-time as an architect 
having two small children and I went full head speed on and the summer of 2019 it hit me really really bad I thought I was going to die so I rang the ambulance like literally I thought I was going to burn out completely yeah Uh, but the what was so sad was that I didn't see coming and like suddenly I felt like I lost track so uh, I rang the ambulance thinking that I was having a huge heart attack and when I when I when I spoke to the ambulance you know I couldn't I couldn't tell them what my address was like I couldn't I couldn't speak on the phone and my mother's sister she died at a very young age uh, of a heart attack so I was uh, like my age and and I could just like see my whole life going full speed in front of me going like what's what's happening like I can't believe I put myself in this situation and I had a very demanding job being an architect long hours Mm -hmm. uh, kids that did not really sleep very well at night so I was exhausted Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had so much passion doing weddings and so I was so excited to do that in the evenings and sometimes I had to do the other work in the evenings also so I had to kind of so it was crazy days I didn't really sleep much and so when that happened I realized exactly which direction I had to choose so I jumped off but I didn't do that like the same day like I took uh, I rang the doctor and they were like it sounds like you're really not not that I was I I don't want to speak badly of the job that I was in because that's not, uh, it's not their fault. But the thing is that another passion came Mm -hmm. on the side and then that grew into something that was exciting me 10 times more. Right. And then I realized that I was, I was so sad in the other job and uh, Mm -hmm. working as an architect just didn't give me anything anymore and that's I think that's why I fell so much in love with the process of being a wedding planner and designer if you do choose me as your wedding planner I do create that design experience for you and that room that you want to be in and all the all the series of rooms that you want to be in because it's a whole event that you go through from the Friday (laughs) to the to the Sunday so that's one of the privileges that I have chosen to have I have a very high standard to when it comes to designing. Uh, but I have many years of experience, you know, because I've done airports and schools and houses and, you know, I've, I've done so many big projects. So designing a wedding is a much smaller scale, but it's the same kind of intention. You know, my head is drilled for this. So um, that's why it's, yeah, that's why it's such a huge passion for me. So when I jumped off, I literally kind of lost ground and um, had to rethink and had to decide what I wanted to do. And then I went full speed head on. And from the first month in, we tripled the income. And then second month in, we tripled the income. Third month in, we tripled the income. And then Corona hit. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I went like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? Right. Um, and that has, has resulted in... Um, uh, a successful online course for uh, couples. So I also help couples online and I now also help couples one-to-one. Wow, very cool. Well, since you're talking about that, how does that how does that work? How do your courses work exactly? The courses? Yeah. I have one mini course, which is like full control of your wedding day. So that's all the wedding day details. 
Um, and then I have a bigger course that literally takes you from everything you have to think about from A to Z um, as a bride. So when you enter the world and you're looking for your locations, you get a checklist, you know, of everything you have to ask them. You get emails from what you send out to your vendors. You get... You get me on videos explaining, giving you tips along the way. So you you start at point one and then you kind of do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And uh, there's like, I think there's more than three hours of videos in it, uh, loads of checklists. Uh, everything that I do myself as a wedding planner is in that course. Also how to design your day and how to find your your unique voice in in your wedding. Like, yeah. I could talk about it for hours. So That's so cool. <laughs> That'll be another one, another time. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I haven't heard of um, someone doing that. And I think that's a very awesome way to utilize, you know, a bad situation and turning it into a good one. Um, many people have had to be become creative because of this. So, um, but that's really cool. Thank you. I actually... For everyone listening, everyone needs to check out her beautiful designs um, for stationery and everything. I love it. It's very, it's, it's really nice. So um, <laughs> it's very handcrafted. I really like that. I appreciate that. So now on, on to the second question. I guess it's like second, third, I should say. But um, <laughs> from your, so from your experience now, uh, what do you find is the most yeah, is the top three do's or the top three must-haves for a wedding? There are so many things to think about when you do a wedding, and especially being a bride, you don't know where to start. It's very difficult to kind of decide what's important. But if I had to choose three top things that I do find very important to think about, one is get your priorities straight. You know, too many people don't know what they want, so it ends up wanting everything and then this process in itself can be quite tiring so you mm -hmm. can get quite exhausted from you know trying to find this trying to find that and you don't really have you're completely disoriented so in the course and also with my one-to-one -one couples this is a very very crucial decision making time right in the beginning where you actually have to decide your priorities mm. and I have a system for how I take you through that process also in the course and that is super important because that keeps your priorities straight and then you know what to do second I would say get help you know <laughs> either from a wedding planner or do an online course we will be you know, transitioning the course to English at one point, you know, if, if you're interested, send me a DM, you know, get help. You don't know what to do. So it's very difficult to, to start and then just throw yourself out at it without having any direction. So if you do have help or if you do have a course, or if you do have, you know, some sort of help that will put you in the right direction and that will lead you to to knowing what you do and which process you will have to go through first you know because that's what happens that you throw yourself into all these things that you want to think about and then you end up doing things that you don't have to do in the beginning but they're fun so you do those and then you don't do the you know the 
the less fun part right. first. <laughs> yeah. So then it gets all crumbled and you get very exhausted from that process. You know, planning a wedding is, we're literally talking about 250 to 300 hours. It's a lot of so work. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work that goes into it. And, you know, if you have a full-time job, if you have kids, if you work two jobs, if you work weekends, then that can take you hours. And then my third tip is, you know, hire location and vendors early. And I'm thinking most about photographers and videographers because the good ones they go first and actually hire them earlier than you think because people tend to say you know but I don't need that right now and then when you come to the end it's like oh but <laughs> I wish I had that because right. that's the photographer that I want to work with and then that photographer is taken and then doesn't work out. True true and <clears throat> would you say also to along um, I mean, we always suggest, you know, the venue first and then the vendors. Well, the vendors also include that, but the venue is one of the biggest things because sometimes people don't even know, oh, I got my other vendors, but I don't even have a venue, you know, so exactly. <laughs> that that can cause some issues, I guess. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Like, do you think it's that? Do you think it should be flip flopped or what do you think? I think it's important to, you know, um, find a location first uh, because then you know where you're asking the photographer and videographer to be and then it's easier for them to decide on how much things cost and if they have to travel or, you know, if you're getting married in Belgium, that's a different cost than if you're getting married in, in Norway and maybe you are from Norway. So, right. And if you're hiring a wedding photographer from Norway, then it's all in one location. But if, you know, if there are travel, um, if there is any travel involved, then it's important to to get that in 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 the same coat. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. Because <laughs> then sometimes people are caught off guard and they're like, oh, what? I didn't even exactly. know. <laughs> and as a wedding planner, you know how important it is for your couples to know their budget for the whole entire thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I plan, I plan our own wedding as well. So I know how that works in that aspect. And it's a lot. <laughs> and then you, are you, you married or are you engaged? Married. Yeah. So we were, we've been married since 2018. So, Aww. but yeah, planning That's abroad amazing. is rough. So, <laughs> but it's doable, but yeah, having a, having a wedding planner is good. I did. I didn't, but I had a day of coordinator and that was really nice. So I can only imagine what it's like having a wedding planner from the beginning because I, you know, I mean, being in this industry now and seeing how important it is, you know, wedding planners save you time, energy, money. I feel like you guys are just like lifesavers pretty much. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's so sweet of you to say. Oh, I mean... As I tell all my vendors and, you know, my team in general and people that I work with abroad also that I, I can't do it alone. This is all teamwork and an excellent team with great logistics and good communication is key mm -hmm. for that day to be one amazing, unforgettable day for the couple. And there are, there are so many uh, things that can go wrong 
on a wedding day and they do, you know, and that's exactly why you should have a coordinator there because you don't want to be the psychologist. You don't want to be looking for toilet paper. You don't want to be <laughs> helping your guests, you know, hang up their coats uh, or getting a pillow for Aunt Frida that has a back that's hurting. <laughs> or if there's a, if there's someone that has a huge belly and then suddenly the water goes, you know, you need, you need, or, or if someone falls to the floor and then you need someone there that knows first aid and and I I know all those things and I we take care of those things and that's why we but so many things can go wrong I'm not saying that people are going to die in a wedding day that's a bit <laughs> harsh <laughs> but seriously so many things happen and you don't want to be the person running around to fix that because um, mm -hmm. they do go wrong every single time it's just that our couples never see them because that's, that's the point not yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. That's why you have me. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, I mean. And, you know, yeah. we'll send you down the aisle at the right time. We'll take care. We'll hold your hand. We'll, you know, everything will be sorted. You're in safe hands the whole day. That's like a nice reassuring little hug. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one thing that I wish I had on my wedding day. I wish I had that person there. Uh, and that's the one thing I regret not saying yes to. Mm -hmm. But there weren't many, I don't think there even, there were not many wedding planners in Norway at that time. It's, it has changed a lot within those years. Oh, okay. So, and you got, so you got married in Norway, but you're not actually from there, which is interesting. So, <laughs> well, in a way, uh, my, my, I'm born and raised in Norway, but my mother's oh. Brazilian and my father was from London. I lost him when I was 16. Okay. Yeah, but then he moved, they divorced early and then he moved to Denmark when I was around four, uh, four or five. And then I moved with my mother to, yeah, to Oslo. We lived like on the border to Oslo. And then I grew up in Oslo. So Wow. It's so crazy. I think I told you before, I'm like, so you're like all over the place because your accent sounds British, but you're speaking Norwegian, but then you know Brazilian Portuguese and I'm just like whoa this is crazy you know <laughs> oh, that's sweet. it's quite funny I've always been the person that knows many languages I'll I'll just say I was very fortunate with languages and, and art and say that that's my thing and it's worked out in your benefit because you're in the perfect industry for that so it works yeah. <laughs> I do so, speak five languages so it was really helpful Oh yeah, and that's perfect too because you're in the you're in other destinations as well, so you're good to go. <laughs> um, so I so now you've told us your top three must haves, must uh, must dos. So now what about the three things that you don't find essential? Three things not to do. What do you suggest? Oh, this is also a hard one because there can be quite many, you know? know. So choosing three is like, hmm. But if I was to choose three, I would say, number one, don't lock the date before you find the venue because uh, so mm -hmm. many people have a fixed yeah. date in their mind and then that can make it quite difficult to find a venue that has exactly that date available. So if you're a bit more flexible in the edges, it makes it much easier to find the right place. And my number two is don't hire a videographer or a photographer that isn't a professional. Please, that is the only thing you have left when all, you know, when when the champagne is gone and when the stars are not sparkling anymore, you want to sit down and you want to look at those pictures and you want to remember those memories. And 
that's like my top priority for my couples. Please, you know, invest in the proper photographer. You mean you know, not your having your aunt take your photos? <laughs> no, not mine. Not or mine. your or your cousin or your friend who's never had experience. Why? <laughs> and, you know, talking to a wedding professional, you guys, then it's 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 just so important. You put so much energy into it, you put so much money into it for many people. So please, you know, invest in a person that will definitely make that day remarkable. And totally. uh, my third one is don't let everyone tell you what to do uh, as oh, people that. have a tendency yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people have a tendency to tell you all the answers to your wedding questions because they've been married before or they've been married for 20 years or it wasn't like that when they got married or you know oh, but it's yeah. your wedding do, do whatever you want, you want to yes. some people ask me this question i think it's my most asked question except you know should we get married now in 2020 <laughs> 2021 but but yeah (laughs) yeah also you know um uh but no but last year also but anyways my point is that it's your wedding day don't let people take up that space and I think my most question is like but how should it be done (laughs) there is no straight answer to this question it's your day if you want to have a naked dinner, if you want to paint, if you want to throw bubbles, if you, you know, do whatever you like, I'm completely freely open to everyone. So when people say, oh, but what do they normally do? But there is no normal to weddings, you know, zero. Do your thing. Be you. Have your most amazing fun day. No rules. Just literally enjoy it. And it goes in a blast. Those hours go so fast. It's a shame that it goes so fast. So enjoy Enough. it. Put on that wedding dress that you want to wear. If your mother doesn't like it, who cares? You know, you're going to wear it. Yeah. The pictures will be on your wall, not hers. Maybe they do. Wear two dresses, wear three, whatever you want. You want to wear a leather jacket? Totally. You don't want to wear shoes? Who cares? Do what you want. Exactly. So... This is super important. This is like my number one, you know, don't listen to it's everyone so else. Funny. Do your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I see like on um like group chats and stuff, people are like, Oh, I love this color theme um for our wedding. What season do you think this would be good at? And the other day I responded, Do what do whatever you want, like summer, winter, spring, fall, who cares? Just do it. It's yours, like so I find it so funny that people are so worried about, um, they care a lot about what people think, which there's a balance. I get that because you don't want people to be super unhappy, but at the same time, like you said, yeah, it should definitely be something that, um, is you like, you know, there's so many traditions in a wedding and whatever that sometimes people get caught up in that, I think. And I really, it's, I struggle with that because I'm so non-traditional, but you know, people are, are getting away from that, but it's still, it's still out there. You know, they want to make sure, oh, we have to have a cake at the end or everyone has to walk, walk, like come over and watch us. And it's like, no, it's not really that necessary. Like just do what you want. You don't even have to have a cake. Like 
we didn't, I didn't want a cake. I don't want people to be bored and stand there and watch me like, but that's us, you know, but that's okay. But it's just, just do what you want. That's, I mean, I love that, that you said that and that you tell your couples to do that. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's very sweet. But it's so important, really. It's the most important thing because you don't want to, you know, I, I, even though I, I would say I, I don't prioritize, but I specialize. That's the word. <laughs> in, you know, timeless and elegant weddings. You know, we do fine art. That's kind of yeah, a lot of what I do as my work. But that doesn't mean that those weddings are boring or people are sitting there looking at each other, not talking properly or dinner <laughs> has to be exactly like that. Or, you know, um, we have to have six course meals or it has to be, you know, it, if you want the six course meal, I'll help you. You know, if you don't want a six course meal and you want a buffet, I'll help you. It's, it's all about who are you. And, you know, if you love chocolate and you hate cake okay do petite four instead you know um as dessert instead of having that cake you know just just Mm -hmm. do your thing and I think that's um a topic that's not spoken of too much in the wedding world there is a lot of beautifulness and the perfection and I don't like the word perfection it's it's we strive towards perfection in my design Mm -hmm. in the day and you know all these things that you know so everything is seamless, but it is not supposed to be a perfect day with, you know, two lines under the answer going, this is how we do it. This is how it should be. It should be your day. You do the fun. I'll just make sure that, you know, you have everything around you for you to be able to have that experience. That's perfect. I love that. I think that's like a perfect ending to to the to the three things that we've talked about because that's really the summary of it um now is there anything else that you think that couples should know or for now that gives enough what do you think oh maybe i mean you can always jump on if you do speak norwegian um you can find me on brillupsglede.no on instagram if you do speak english you can find me on amanda costa thompson on instagram also so jump in you know send me a dm and let me know what it is that I can help you with. And then, or if there's something that you want to question or have a question, then, you know, let me know and then uh, I'll help you so, solve that. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, and for everyone listening as well, I'll put in all of her information in the description and um, you can follow, follow along and learn tips, hire her and have not a perfect day, but a seamless day. That is all about you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was, it was. <laughs> thank you so much for interviewing me, the Lopez Photography. It was so much fun chatting with you. And it was a huge pleasure to be on your podcast. To you that are listening here today, I really appreciate having you here. If you want to not miss out on the first episode that comes every single week, then jump in and subscribe to Brillupsgleber, this podcast, to make sure you never miss an episode. I wish you a magical day, my friend.